that's something that brings us together in a real connection is passion. Yeah, it leads to collaboration. It leads to collaboration. Absolutely. An essential, an essential yeah. word in the, in the artist vocabulary. Yeah. Um, but, and, and again, vulnerability. And I would also argue that opening up and sharing what you're passionate about is an act of vulnerability. So many Agreed. people are afraid to share what they're passionate about. You know, if you want to live, if, if you want to bring artistry into your life, begin sharing with people what you're passionate about. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte, identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Brandon, you and I, we have done this many times before. We've sat down to have a conversation. We've come together to connect on things. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yes, yes, folks. What a beautiful setup. What a, if I do say so much. Oh, just epic. One of your best. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Just off the top of my head, man. That's what that's what years, years yeah. and thousands and thousands of dollars of actor training gets you. People <laughs> is you can come up with doozies like that just <laughs> just on a whim. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome. Uh, it begins and ends with connection. Um, this topic just kind of, at least for me, it came out like a bat out of hell. Like it was just like holy shit! I was just doing uh, doing writing up a bit of a journal, which if you're, I mean, anybody, it's a good practice. But if you're an artist, journaling um, is definitely something you may want to consider uh, making a regular practice. Uh, but I was journaling, and suddenly I was just overcome with just how how powerful and pervasive and important, um, how simple and yet challenging uh, this, this idea, this reality of connection is in our lives. Um, you know, and, and we, had, we had some issues coming up with the title for this one because it would have been easy to just say everything is about connection. Um, but you know, that just didn't sound too exciting to say that. So here we are, it begins and ends with connection. I'm excited to get into this conversation. How about you, Brandon? I'm always excited about these. Almost always. There's the odd one where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, it always seems to work out. I, I think with connection, it's, um, it's kind of a secret sauce. You know, it's one of those things that it kind of gets taken for granted and you don't realize that it is kind of everything. And I think about that with business and with art and with love, you know, romance and all that stuff, friendship connection is really the key thing. It's like that key magic ingredient. And it's so kind of simple, but it's also so easy to forget. And I think, what I'm kind of interested in getting into today is what actually is connection and are there different kinds of connection? 
and maybe just kind of investigating how that works and how we get disconnected. Cause I feel like that's also a big topic that's going on right now, you know, with COVID and all the bullshit that's going on in the world right now with all this divisive stuff, but people saying they're trying to help, but they're actually separating each other and we get more and more disconnected. And I think that it's really important to find connection that's rich and fulfilling and meaningful. And sometimes I think it's very important that it's mutual, although not always necessary. And yeah, and I kind of want to get into like, where, where, where is, where is the heart of this thing that we're talking about? So I, I don't, I don't know the answer to that, but I am excited about that. Evan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure that this is probably a, a topic that could be explored in mind endlessly, you know, because I mean, connection, I mean, the word is everything, like everything drawing connections to things is is you know that's that's everything you know everything that we can observe everything that we we can feel everything you know like there's no end to which you will continue to find connections and you know you mentioned the situation that we are still in in the world at the time of this recording which is almost a year at least where we are since pretty much things went into lockdown we're approaching on one year and you know we were commenting on how before we started recording how it's bizarre that this whole situation has made us so aware of how connected we all actually are while at the same time we have never felt more disconnected as well. And in some ways, I think it's the, that sort of the pain of that, how disconnected we feel that is actually pointing to just how connected we all actually are. So, I mean, um, that's kind of on a macro level. And I think that there's so many ways that we can go into this one. We can explore it on that big level, but we can also explore it on on a smaller scale as well um, and see how, you know, I'm interested in seeing how we can find practices of connection. How do we connect truly and authentically? Because that that's a question that is of primary concern to any great artist or, or a creative person. You know, connection is is at the heart of of everything so i mean just i'll to just to flesh this out for example i mean you and i we we've come from acting backgrounds you know we we've done a lot of other things too but you know we met each other through acting and it's one of those funny things to me where actors you'll see them after a performance and they're either kicking themselves because they weren't connected or they felt disconnected. You know, like it's the ultimate tragedy of, of acting is when you're disconnected. On the flip side, you'll see actors just floating on cloud nine when they were just like, holy shit, I felt so connected. 
you know, this quality, this feeling of being connected to your partner, to this scene, to this thing that was happening, you know, it, it creates a, a, a feeling within you, whether you were or you weren't. <laughs> and I think that that's such an interesting thing. And, and I know that that's something that that parallels into other art forms as well. So maybe that's kind of a good jumping off point for us. I think the feeling part of it is important. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's like uh, it, it's easy to get into the whole like, well, the thought of it all. But yeah, connection is a feeling thing. It's at the end of the day, I think, you know, when when you're creating something as an artist, actually feeling it is kind of what would make someone say, well, I'm connected, you know, because I can feel it if you're just thinking about it, you're not, you're not necessarily connected. And I think that someone who's being really honest about their process, they probably wouldn't say they were that connected just because they cognitively understand, you know, and I think that kind of goes for person to person connection. You know, it's like when you feel connected to somebody, it's literally, it's a feeling like you feel connected. It's like, you might be like, yeah, we were connecting, but feeling connect connected. That that's I think the thing that really matters. And I think that at the end of the day, we're feeling beings. And it's the mm -hmm. feelings that matter, you know, to us. And I think I th I think that we, you know, it's it's weird because it's like trying to take a thought and describe a feeling is very difficult to do. Because every time you do it, you you don't do justice to the feeling. So I, I just said, I think, like several times here. And that's I know that's the trap of this. It's it's not a thought. It, connection, you know you're connected because you know you're connected in your body. It's it's You know it because you felt it. You know it because that feeling was real for you. And if that feeling wasn't real, then you wouldn't say, I was connected. And the mystery is why do we have that feeling and how do we get to that feeling and where where does that come from and that's kind of the, the that's kind of the heart that's the thing that i'm most interested in yeah so um can i ask you a question sure so when we got into this conversation well i was curious what is connection for you because this obviously like it hit you but what is it for you well, ooh, that's that's a very broad question. I mean, the thing that hit me about it was something very specific today. Um, but as for the question of what is connection, that's that's something that I, I have a kind of resistance to even define it or to even try to define it. I could say connection is everything, but that doesn't seem to be very good, does it? <laughs> that, that that's that's such an unsatisfying answer. That's such an unsatisfying statement. You know, it it doesn't it doesn't encapsulate just how how powerful connection is. This thing of connection, um, I guess, for me, connection is is life connection is life connection is love 
those are also very broad things to be saying about it, but it it really is where where something happens to a certain extent, you know, and you know you were talking about this as a feeling, you know, and definitely as as artists, the mind of the artist is almost always more concerned with the subjective than with the objective, more concerned with what is possible with what you know we experience and feel and um than necessarily hard literal truths not not get a complete absence of but you know it seems to be more of concern to the artist to deal with the subjective but we can even look at the material world we can even look at the objective measurable side of life to see that there's still there's there's kind of a connection between that objective and subjective component with this thing of connection itself. If you look at, take any piece of, you know, electronics that you maybe have in your in your house, like your your TV. Your TV is nothing without that connection to the power to that electricity and that electricity is just blind force without somewhere to go but between that connection between the two of them something happens suddenly light and color and image and and things happen there that couldn't happen just on their own you know what i mean so connection is 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 life in this way you know mm. just as as connection happens when you you go out on on a date with that person who just gets gives you makes your your heart just beat faster and and your your stomach flutter that that's that's a connection of some kind that's going on there that's life that's happening so maybe that is my long roundabout way of answering this took the scenic route but sometimes i have to do that sometimes i have to talk it out in order for me to come to some kind of a uh, an answer that i feel okay with but and to give context to it but i would say that like connection is life connection is life and and is probably the simplest way i can define it i like it i like the analogy or the comparison that you brought in about the tv and the electricity i think that's really good it's it's more than the sum of its parts and i think that's the that's why it's the magic you know you know we watch television or movies and we watch these great pieces of art sometimes not so great but we watch <laughs> it and uh it's pretty incredible but there's a magic that has to come together of connection between various things for that to happen and yeah life is like that like like a great life is that magic connection. And I think when you go to like the romantic side of it or a friendship side of it, you know, you're hanging out with somebody and you start to realize that around them, you're the best person that you've ever been. And there's something about them that's like, you're the TV and they feed you the electricity, you know? And it's, it's that great scene partner you know, when you're acting, it's, it's this, and that connection, it, what it creates isn't always known. And I think that's why it's so, that's why it's so spectacular. And I think that there's also, you know, bad connection, you know, there's mm -hmm. these connections that 
they're I mean, as skilled as you are, there are people who, for example, are just very disconnected and they won't connect. And they, whether they're doing it purposely or not, and I think a lot of time it's not purposeful, it's actually just being in a glaze, like just being in a kind of daze of life and being so focused on what you're doing and stuff like that, that you forget to connect. Um, or you're not open to it and you just miss, you know, it's all these missed opportunities, but connection is, that's why I say, you know, sometimes you need a willing party and sometimes you don't, sometimes you just come across somebody and they're not trying to do anything. They're just mm -hmm. doing them. And for whatever reason you're doing you. And for whatever reason, those two things together make magic, you know? And I think when we connect with someone like that, we're like, wow, this is, this is my new best friend, or this is my soulmate, or this is, you know, my partner, this is awesome. And I think that sometimes it's, it's a matter of the cosmos, you know, and if you want to, I'm saying it metaphorically, but like the cosmos of everything just kind of come together and it's just the right, it's the right thing at the right time and the right way. And then boom, that connection is just there. You didn't have to try. And, and those are the things that I feel like a lot of us are chasing all the time. But I also think that connection can be created and it can be encouraged, but I'm not sure if everybody has good skills on how to do that, or even a knowing on how to do that. Um, I know that I didn't really figure it out with writing until uh, I want to say like several years ago. And then I really started to figure it out. I was like, Oh, this is what it's like. <laughs> Cause everything yeah. up until then, was kind of like kind of connected but kind of not and then when i finally actually got connected to something i was writing um it it it, it had it, it is life because it had a life of its own at that point and then mm -hmm. you know you get that connected to something and then you're like can I ever do it again can I ever be that connected right like um because connection is magical you know it's a it's almost like chasing the white dragon. It's just, will I ever be there again? And when you are, it's, I mean, I feel like that's what love feels like, you know, connection on that profound magical level. But I think your answer was great because yeah, it's this, it's more than the sum of its parts. I think that's kind of one of the key tenets of this whole conversation is that you don't know what it is, but you know what it is when it happens. And, and sometimes you, when it doesn't happen and yeah. And, and when it doesn't happen, I mean, if you're aware enough to even recognize that you're disconnected. Um, yeah. Cause I think, I think that's another thing. I think that I don't think everybody knows they're disconnected, you know, and I don't think we, you and I, and every person, I just think our culture doesn't always encourage it. And I don't think we always have mentors or teachers or, you know, the school system, isn't always pushing us that way. And I think there's a lot of missed opportunity. Um, but when connection becomes, when connection comes something that you're after, something that you want, something that you, you value, I think you can find more and more of it and you can nurture it and grow it and expand upon it. I think a lot of what you've been commenting on and, and saying, you know, for one, there's this element in which you're touching on that, like, well, connection happens with 
more than just other people, you know, like we've been talking a lot about it with with others. Um, but you mentioned as a writer, you know, sometimes you're there's not another person, but you're connecting with something else. You're connecting to an idea. You're connecting to a spark of some kind that has come out of wherever the hell it come, comes from, you know, but there are those days when you're sitting down writing something and you feel connected to something and there are days that you don't, you know, and, um, and I think that that's an important thing for us to, to bring in, in that connection works in so many different ways. And for some of us, we, we have stronger connections to some things than, than we do with others. There are certain areas of our lives where we are maybe not as connected as some other people are in, in certain ways. And, you know, that's, that's a completely natural and wonderful part of life. It's part of what gives everybody sort of their unique, their unique flavor in the world and, and where people have something, uh, really wonderful to give potentially um but yeah there was something <laughs> there was somewhere else i wanted to go with this as well um but i think we do know i think we do know when a lot of the time when we're connected or or disconnected you know, because we use that language all the time. We -hmm. talk about this stuff all the time. Like, um, you know, you're in a relationship with somebody or like a romantic relationship with someone, or maybe not even, maybe you're, you're looking for a romantic relationship with somebody and you go out on a date and it's like, oh, you know what? We just, we didn't connect, Mm -hmm. you know, like there was, or there was no connection. Um, you know, and I'm, I've been, been married for a few years now and been in a relationship with this person for, you know, close to 10 years now. And there are times when, when we'll say to each other, it's just like, I, I just feel disconnected from you right now, you know, and, and we acknowledge that. And as a thing of like, oh, hey, okay, let's, let's get connected, you know, because there's some recognition that, that's important. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there's some inherent part of us that recognizes how important that is. And I think that that's something very interesting and extraordinary about who we are. And I might be going down into a bit of an esoteric territory with this, but I'm going to do it because I just love to do it. But we're all, as individuals, I would say, plagued with this feeling of being separate of being alone and we have this sense of separation because you know we're all you know we're all these individuals going about in the world we have our bodies that seem to be separate from from the world and from other people and yet if you look at sort of the human spirit even, even if you don't want to look at it that way, even at human behavior, just look at how much everything we do is about connection, how much we, we strive and push for it. 
you know, how much we crave it, you know, by finding that relationship, maybe in, in a romantic partner or maybe in discovering that purpose, discovering that gift that we have to give to the world. That's, that's all connection. Going out for a walk in nature, connection, you know, internet, internet connection. <laughs> like we were every, so much of our technology, I'm like, <laughs> the way it's that came out was parallels. funny. I, I agree. <laughs> internet connection, <laughs> phone connection. <laughs> it's everything. It's everything. Connection. Um, <laughs> But truthfully, you know, as much as, as we joke, it's like, and in art, like it's everything you realize that, that we're, we're doing, there seems to be this, this indomitable, indomin, indomitable, am I saying that right? I can't say this right now. Um, but this, this force that is in, within each and every one of us and within us as a humanity, that's just reaching out all the time everything we're doing is is reaching out how do we connect how do we connect how do we connect in in all kinds of ways again in in the big and little ways we're just we're finding connections we're finding connections all the time you know and i find that so i find that so interesting that that's just a pattern that we have that's just something that we that we do innately we seek it we seek it out. We search for it. We we grab onto it. Mm. You know, we crave it, despite despite all of this sort of, I guess, seeming evidence to the contrary that we are just kind of these these islands. You know, that we're all just these islands. You know, floating about on our own, and yet we we defy that at every turn. A lot of things are coming up for me as far as where to comment on all of that. And I want to say a few things. One is that, okay, one is the quality of connection, I think is important for all of us. And that goes for everything. I mean, the quality of your internet connection, the quality of your phone connection, but the quality of connection is a huge thing. You know, it's like, we want it to be good. We want it to be strong. You know, that's an important part of it. And the stronger it is, the more intense it is, the better it is, you know, the more clear, the more um, just there with it, you know, and connection, um, I think, has a big relationship to projection, because you can get really connected to a character or another person or something, because you project yourself into it. And that our ability to put ourselves into other people's lives and other situations is one of the profound ways in which we connect with each other. We draw a lot of empathy and compassion and sympathy for each other through these things. And the stronger it is, often the better the person feels who actually received it because the stronger the empathy and the care and the, you know, and all of these things, they're all so related. One of them, um, I think the interesting things about projection is that you can be connected to something that's, or someone that's not good, that's bad, that's toxic, but you can put yourself in, and I'm not saying like they're toxic as a human being. And although I don't know, 
honestly Maybe. for me <laughs> the argument on that is out i i don't know it, like i i you hear me a lot on this podcast i'm just going to say this because i feel like it's something i've been thinking about a lot i'm always like rah 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 people are great and i say that on this podcast all the time i honestly just have to say i don't know if all people are good i i don't know if there's some bad apples in the mix that like they just born with a fucked up brain or they're just too far gone i honestly don't know and and my honestly like i want to be like everybody's a human who just kind of went a little astray i don't know if i think that anymore i honestly think some people might be fucked up from the get-go and they're just thrown into the mix of this crazy world that we live in and um it's not they're not gonna go anywhere because it's you know it's just part of life but i think that making room for that might be healthy for us but regardless, I want to say that because I feel like you can get really connected to a person that's very toxic. And it's important to understand projection to see that sometimes you're connected not to them, but yourself in them. And that's a big difference because I have felt love for people who, in my opinion, are quite toxic. And when I look at them objectively, as people, I don't want nothing to do with them. In fact, I'd want to be disconnected from them. But when I look at the love that I felt for them, they reflected something good. And I think even a toxic person or a person in a toxic place can reflect good. And I think that that's the part that I struggle with sometimes because sometimes projection can make you feel connected to something and think that that thing is good because you see the good of you in it. And I think that I want to put this out in the world because I feel this is a very important part for artists to know and just people to know in general is that just because you are finding the good in you in something does not mean that that thing is good, does not mean that that thing is not bad. And we need to have that ability to, to see that connection has more to do with us than it does with the other person. I talked earlier about how you can have that friend or that partner that you just have that magic connection with. And I think that's wonderful, but I also think that both people need to recognize that the magic you're feeling is because of a projection of yourself into them and you're granting them that. But if they no longer are healthy for you or good for you, you might need to actually disconnect that, even though it might feel good to be around them. And I want to say one last thing just to further this point home. There's a lot of other things I wanted to talk about, Evan, but I'm just going to focus on this for a moment. I ha I have had friends that, you know, if by all the checks and balances, you would probably say were narcissists, meaning that their whole world revolved around them entirely. And I really felt like the, you know, I'll think of one in, for example, I really feel like this person really cared about me. And I really felt like we were really close friends. But when you look at down to brass tacks and you kind of go, the thing is, is they had qualities that I liked, that I wanted. They had charisma, they had confidence, they had the ability to just get a room focused on them. I love that. I thought that was really cool. But when it came to care, when it came to actually like nurture, when it came to friendship, there's a lot of missing gaps and mm. the cost of that. Um, so 
I learned a lot from these people. I learned how to be charismatic. I learned how to be, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of the better qualities of narcissism, but also um, I got some of the bad sides of it. And, you know, I think the problem when you're connected to somebody who's in a narcissistic state, let's just say that, it's not that they don't care about you. It's that they only care about themselves. And we're all a little bit narcissistic, but too much I only care about myself can be toxic to you and a lot of other people. And I just think we're, we're venturing into a world where psychology is more evident and it's, it's, we're more aware of the complexities. And so as important as connection is, I feel like I want to put that warning sign out there for that minefield that does exist. Because just because you feel good about it, just because you feel connected, doesn't mean it's healthy and doesn't mean it's okay to stay connected to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we could take that down a philosophical rabbit hole of, you know, then, well, what is that connection about? Because there's still a connection of some kind, even whether it's for good or for ill and for what reason that is and and for, yeah, how that came to be and why that came to be you know, in, in your life is, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a whole can of worms to get into, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to say as well, like, you know, just in, in, in sort of reference to your comment on, on, you know, maybe some people are just kind of like shit people, you know, they're just (laughs) (laughs) from the get go. Um, you know, and, and I, I have no, I can't answer that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, normally, it's like it's usually a more complicated situation than than we might assume. But it, it makes me think of um, there's this Hawaiian practice known as Ho'oponopono. Um, and in, in the culture, it was this recognition that in their societies, like there were people who were disturbed and even, you know, destructive and people who maybe had to not be a part of the community because they they posed a danger you know uh to to people you know we we, that's something we recognize in our society it's like there there are people who pose a danger to to others um and you know despite how you think of how we handle that and where we could do better to, to to deal with that is is another matter but in in the culture of the Hawaiians, Ho'oponopono is a recognition that in their beliefs that these people have essentially taken on all of the unresolved, all of the anger and fear and all of the negative things that society has not dealt with within themselves. Uh, that these people essentially have just come into the world to to bear that burden for the rest. And so Ho'oponopono, I might get this a little bit mixed up, but it essentially means um, thank you, please forgive me. Uh, no, thank you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you. Saying essentially thank you for taking this on. To thank you for taking on all of the shit 
that I'm not willing to, to deal with in myself. Thank you. I'm also sorry for that, that I have done this to you. Please forgive me for that, and I love you. And there's some really interesting studies that have been done on Ho'oponopono practitioners um, and and what kind of interesting results that has, have happened as a result of people who practice that. But bringing this back around, if you think about what that is, that's all a practice of connection still at its, at its core. You know, you're, you're recognizing that you're connected to that disturbed person in some way, you know, and finding a way to transmute it in a way that, that you can maybe find some kind of understanding, maybe find some sense of compassion for what's going on. Um, that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a side note, but, uh, you were kind of bringing up, in in general, maybe some of the the darker, shall we say, the the some of the shadow shadowy sides of of connection, um, because yeah, of course, like connection works in all all kinds of different ways, and one way that I wanted to actually talk about this in this conversation when we entered into it was, you know, in our in our society in our culture. Um, we have a pretty, a pretty strong obsession with um, success, uh, and we're willing to do all kinds of crazy and unhealthy things in that pursuit of some idea of success that we have, whether that is fame or or wealth or possessions, what have you. Uh, and I guess this has to do with like the things that we're willing to do to get there. Because especially in the art world, you know, like in, in the film industry, it's they're just like, it's like, oh, it's all about who you know, right? And, and same thing within business. And a lot of times you hear people talk about it, it's just like, oh, well, you have to, you have to be connected. You know, you've got to be connected, you know, and there's this way that connection is talked about in that context that I want to address here because yes, there is a, an acknowledgement of connection, but the acknowledgement of it is in a very superficial way. And I would dare say even an almost sociopathic context in which it's looked at where it's like, you're looking at, you know, you're going and, and you're meeting new people. You're going out and meeting different different people who out of a sense of, well, they will go and they will get me something. This, it, it, there's, it's all a very much a self-serving kind of endeavor. And I don't see that as being real connection, or at least it's not, it's a, it's only a partial connection. It's missing it's missing some of the components that I would say are, are key for a genuine connection. Because something we were talking about before we started recording was that you can't fake it. You can't fake real connection. You might have people in your life, in your circle, or circles, <laughs> because we usually have many. Um, and there's probably a good chance that you have a few people in your circles who you do not have a real genuine connection 
with them. Uh, it's not to say that you have to have that with everybody, but we all can acknowledge when it's not really all that authentic. It's not really all that genuine. You know, there's there's some other motivation that's behind that connection. And I think that that is a huge kind of mistake. We've it's like a it's like a distortion of what we're talking about what really means to be connected to somebody because it's always there's some sort of an end result. There's something that you're looking to get out of it as opposed to a genuine connection. And I think that that's something important to, to talk about. You bring up something really good. I, I think, especially for people going into the film history, I mean, which I've been intimately involved in that there is a, you'll meet a lot of people, you know, you work on a movie alone, work on a show. So many people you meet, there's so many departments. And then even in those departments, there's so many people. And, um, you know, you, you get involved in stuff, you get, you know, there's so many people you'll cross paths with. And if you're in the film industry and you live in LA, I mean, you talk to your waiter, <laughs> they're probably in the industry. I mean, it's just yeah. everywhere. Right. So there's, I think that, you know, to not candy coat this thing and to, you know, and, and to still honor what we're talking about, I, I think that it's important that we acknowledge that there is a form of people being connected, which is basically I'm using you and you're using me and we're using each other and we're both kind of okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think when you're in the film industry for a long time, you just become accustomed to that and it's sick and kind of unhealthy as it all is. You just kind of come to learn to expect it. And I think somebody that's experienced and seasoned veteran in the industry starts to learn to just kind of accept that there's a certain amount of usury that goes on. And sometimes you break through the usury and you get real connections and those um, you just highly value because you know that so much of it is so vapid and so empty and so much usury. But when you're green and you're new and you're hopeful and you're like, I just want to make films and act and it's going to do a great job and everyone's going to you know, love that. And you start to realize um, if you hang in long enough, that it's not these, it's not all beautiful and lovely and great. And there's a lot of fake connection that's going on. And that's not the real connection. And I, I want to say that it's not the real connection because it feels like you're connected. It seems like you're connected. It looks like you're connected, and but you're so disconnected. In some ways, I'd say you you are connected, yeah. but you know it's in what ways are are you connected? Yeah, but you're but the, the thing is is like when it comes down to that feeling, when it comes down to that like hey like uh, I real I really have a person here, or I really have a thing here that that's real, and um, I I just think that empty connections, these kind of, um, you know, it's like zero calorie connection, you know, zero <laughs> or zero uh, nutrient connection call it that zero nutrient connections they're like they, they they fill you up momentarily but they leave you feeling hungrier for it in the end you know and i think that 
the connection that we're really trying to get to and, and point out is the kind of connection that's that, you know, nutrient rich connection, that, that thing where you really get connected, you really get to know somebody, they're really getting to know you, or you really get intimately know your craft and you feel a certain kind of bond with it, you know? Um, it's, it's that is the thing that is really rich that we're really looking for as human beings. But we will settle, I think a lot of us will settle for like um, uh, zero nutrient connections because I think the, the, the feeling alone, the feeling of loneliness, it can be so strong in us that we'll settle for things that are just, I just want somebody to talk to, you know, and that could yeah. be, and, and, you know, a good example of that could be like someone you have beers with and you just have beers with them, but it doesn't mean that that person you have beers with couldn't be a really strong friend but you might just only have the friendship and connection of we drink beer together and watch sports together or something like that. Right. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'd like to think that you and I, we drink beer together, but we get really connected. We really get to know each other. We talk to each other about what's really going on in each other's lives. Um, we give each other advice, you know, um, we listen, right. And, and these things took time to build. We didn't have that day one when we met. And, and I think that, connection i'm probably just opening up a whole nother bag of worms here no i like Can the bag worms, though bag whatever I, I like the bag i like the bag a lot because th no this is also something i wanted to talk about which is you know so the question comes up it's like okay so how how do you start to form more genuine connections with people uh and you mentioned a lot of them and I'm going to I'm going to boil it down as to w how I see it or what at least what I'm seeing. We build real connections by sharing passion, by sharing our passion with with others uh, and by being vulnerable with others. That's how real connection begins to happen. And even, you know, kind of going back to what we were saying earlier in in you know, just a few minutes ago, you know, even if you have people coming together and they're just doing like a business deal, it's like, oh, that's a good connection for this deal to happen. Well, maybe there's still something that's connecting the two of you. Maybe you're, you're two businesses or two people who have a similar passion to each other. And that's where you connect on and you go, okay, they're passionate about this. I'm also passionate about this. We don't know each other that well, but the passion is real we're connected through that mutual passion and we understand that and we're going to do something together in that way, you know? So that's, that's something that brings us together in a real connection is passion. Yeah, it leads to collaboration. It leads to collaboration. Absolutely. An essential, an essential yeah. word in the, in the artist vocabulary. Yeah. Um, but, and, and again, vulnerability. And I would also argue that opening up and sharing what you're passionate about is an act of vulnerability. So many Agreed. people are afraid to share what they're passionate about. You know, if you want to live, if, if you want to bring artistry into your life, begin sharing with people what you're passionate about. And suddenly you'll find there's a whole community out there for you. There's a whole ton of people out there who, who are just want to now connect with you because they're like, oh, you're passionate about that. I'm passionate about that. Let's connect. 
You know, yeah. let's see what can happen from that. You know, and that's that's where you can start to form real genuine connections. It's not it's not like look, don't get me wrong, I, I think that there because some people are, are struggle socially more than others, but you know, I've had people tactic me before with, with creating connections, you know, whether it's through business or, you know, through certain circles or meetups or whatever it is that I've, I've been to at different points in, in my life and just being like, Oh, like I see you using something you learned in a workshop on me, you know, like the way that you're interacting with me right now. And I'm like, it's gross. You know, it's yeah, bullshit. You're getting, you're getting into technique, Evan. We can maybe talk yeah. about technique because this is technique being at the forefront. And it's yeah. gross. Yeah, technique at the forefront. Yeah. Artists learn this, you know, especially actors, right? It's like, I don't want to see your technique. I want to see you alive in the moment. But yeah. when you see the technique, it really robs, it really robs it, you know? But yeah. anyway, sorry, I cut you off, but I just thought, you know, a segue at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, and and it's it's interesting how that has made its way. I didn't think that that was something that was going to make its way into this conversation, but it it's there it is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you feel like you're being sold or you feel like you're being hoodwinked or tricked or manipulated or, you know, and and we we have a sense for that. And some of us not as much as others because maybe not as in touch with it, but nothing feels worse than being like you've got another agenda here and it's not you're not being fully honest yeah and and we pick up on that you know even and the only times like and you've already touched on it brandon is, is that that will fly is sometimes we're in a in a space where we're just you know we're in such a, a lonely space to put it bluntly that you know we'll just take that connection out of out of comfort or out of out of that kind of longing and you know, maybe maybe there's some purpose to that, and and maybe it opens up to something bigger. I don't know. I don't want to put any kind of a judgment on it, um, but I I do just want to point it out because, you know, people learn all kinds of tactics, and I don't know. Maybe it helps you get your foot in the door. I feel like I'm I'm being maybe too too harsh on this whole thing, but I don't know. I well, just want to comment. Just, yeah, I just want to comment on it because I'm like I, I've had I've been in situations where where that's happened. And, you know, I suppose I can have more compassion for somebody who who has gone through those efforts to try and learn how to connect with people better because obviously they have trouble doing it, mm -hmm. right? But it's weird to me that, like, this is like, oh, this is how you connect with people. It's like, it's not really how you connect with people. Yeah, like, looking people in, in the eyes is a good way of helping you to connect with people, but it's not it's not a, a surefire way of establishing a real connection with somebody, you know, like I've, I, a guy I once worked with, he would always look you in the eyes. I, he was a sociopath 100%, <laughs> you know, like the way he looked you in the eyes was just yeah. like, uh, there's, there's something going, <laughs> there's something going on there that I don't like. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there's, I, I'm saying that, real connection you have to go you have to go beyond that superficial level of just like okay i'm gonna look in the eyes i'm gonna shake your hand with a firm handshake well maybe not these days right now but you know in in normal times when people were shaking hands with each other uh but 
there's vulnerability is required for real connection. And I just kind of think that sharing what you're passionate about, which means you also have to know and be connected to what you're actually genuinely passionate about, in which case, if you don't know what that is, that's your that's your freaking assignment, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Start, you know, you need to start getting in touch with that and connected with that in yourself. But once you're connected with that, you know, that's such a beautiful place where everything flows out from, you know, that everything can flow out from for you. It's just like, hey, I'm passionate about this. And maybe people aren't passionate about the same thing. But as human beings, we admire passionate people like just look at all of the like I'm obsessed with all of those reality shows that are of like different artists and crafts people you know cooking shows people blowing glass people making pottery people painting people you know making music whatever it is just like I love hearing people's stories I love hear seeing people who are passionate about what they're doing talk about what they're doing or showing what they what they do and and how they think and and how they approach something you know that passion in somebody else ignites passion in us no matter what it is you know because and and that's why i think it's such a beautiful place where you can where you can start from because it requires a little bit of vulnerability to talk it about talk about what you're passionate about but it doesn't require you telling someone about your deepest darkest secrets and (laughs) you know your most vulnerable places it's something that that you're sharing with somebody that brings you to life Mm -hmm. you know and you're inviting them to also bring that out as well yeah you're it's it's um there's a there's a part of sharing like when you're passionate about something that people aren't necessarily interested in or they might have not even known existed but you talk about it and you talk about why you're passionate about it and you get into all that, it, it's, it allows them to experience it in some ways. Like, you know, um, you know, I'm really passionate about hiking. You know, it's something that I've been very interested in and I'm getting brave enough to venture further out, (laughs) further out into the wilderness. And um, I guess the vulnerability is sharing that I'm into hiking and also that I'm scared of some shit. Like, Fucking, I, I was up in the mountains on this last one and the snow was, uh, you know, um, almost knee height at a certain point. The ice was so thick because it had trickled off the side of the mountain that like you just had these massive like waterfall ice cascades that were absolutely beautiful. And, um, you know, and I'm just like, well, you know, I, I got to a certain point. It got so deep. I was like, Okay, I, I got to turn back. This is, I, I was also my jacket, um, as good as it is. And I was bundled at a toque and a scarf and a jacket and gloves and everything and um, waterproof boots and all this. And it was just getting too wet. And it was starting to get to that point where the day was getting later and, you know, it's probably going to get darker soon. And I'm just like, okay, I've reached my limit. Like, this is unsafe at this point you know like no one's up here like i'm the only one at this trail at this point and um as awesome as it is as the adventurer part of me like that's incredible um and i saw stuff and i showed people some pictures and like some of the stuff that i post online and they're like wow that's so cool but it's like i had to go out and do that but when i talk about it they might not even be into hiking but all of a sudden it's like wow you're in my world you're in my little thing and um I don't expect every person I talk to to be as connected to that as I am, 
but they're connected to me through it. And art is like that. You know, when you talk about your acting or your filmmaking or painting or your music or whatever, right? It's like um, something that comes up for me. I just want to mention it because I feel like it's going to miss if I don't. Something that really comes up for me is self-esteem. Having um, a strong sense of self-esteem is a really important part of being able to connect with someone else because you need to have a certain amount of self-acceptance and kind of, you know, I've heard it called like being unapologetically passionate or whatever, you know, like you need to not apologize for the fact that you're interested in something. And maybe it's weird. Like maybe it's like anime or dressing up as like cartoon characters or something like whatever, like that people think or collecting action figures, you know, something that you think, Oh, everyone's going to judge this. But if you own it and you accept it, you're like, yeah, I'm into this stuff. You know, people can be like, okay, like, you know, but if you judge it, you actually do yourself a disservice because you're not going to be able to connect with people. You know, if, if that's how you treat these things. Um, so I just think self-esteem and also hanging out with narcissists, something that I did a little bit uh, enough is low self-esteem because you know, you're only going to take abuse from people because you don't think highly enough of yourself. Right. Yeah. So it took me time to actually develop self-esteem to realize, Hey, this is not okay. And to, to create boundaries and self-respect, but it just something I feel like, well, yeah, that, that relates a lot to this. Self-esteem is a big part of connection and getting those real rich connections. Yeah. I mean, and again, I would say as well, too, because like self-esteem can be a, a tricky thing, you know, like how do you how do you build self-esteem, you know, and yeah. and, you know, there's there's again, there's taking risks that's in, involved with that. And I would say, you know what, like, you know, because w- what in my acting school, you know, Meisner technique, one of the biggest things, especially in the early goings, is like, well, we're going to take the attention off of yourself. You know, and we're going to see what happens when you really learn how to take the attention off of yourself. So yeah. maybe I'll rephrase what I said earlier and saying it's like, you know, if if you have the self-esteem and the confidence to share what you're passionate about, by all means. But even then, this might even be better is ask other people what they're passionate mm-hmm. about. Get inquisitive about, you know, ask someone just like, what what are you passionate about? What lights you up? What is your fire? You know, what what? What calls you in this life? What brings you to life? You know, and mm. ask people questions along those lines and then really listen to them. Yeah, because it's Get, not all about talking about what you're passionate about. Yeah. It's also wanting to know what other people are passionate yeah. about. Yeah. Or like, igniting it in them. You know, yeah, maybe they and, haven't even asked that of themselves. And people will be so grateful that you ask them that. In my experience, people are usually so thankful and, and appreciate that opportunity you know to to actually talk about something that means a lot to them you know and and yeah and really listen allow yourself to be to be caught up in their passion allow yourselves to get pulled in to to their story into their you know into what moves them allow yourself to get caught up in that you know and and hear them and you it won't take very long for a real genuine connection to start to form you know on those lines yeah listening 
I, I feel like we haven't spent enough time even talking about it, but I, I, I feel like it needs to be mentioned. Listening is such an important part, you know, of this thing we're talking about. I mean, listening, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen twice as much as you speak, as much as, as, much as you want to talk, you know. Um, and it's, it is important to really listen. Um, something that, something that I learned through acting when I was younger was whoever you're interacting with, make them the most important person in the world while you're talking to them, while you're connecting with them. And in a, in a way, it's how it is. That's, that really is, they are your only lifeline when you're talking to them, that is your lifeline them and when you're acting your scene partner is your lifeline right and if you make it about you your scene is always going to be a little empty maybe a lot empty but when yeah. you make it about that person and you really get connected and you really listen and you're really there that's when a magical thing can happen but if you don't allow yourself that that magic isn't able to happen and it's not just in acting it's in life when you're really connecting with someone and people know when you're listening you know, they know when you're hearing them, they know when you're, when you're, it's those, we give a lot of cues, we give a lot of physical, social cues that, that come off. And I don't think people necessarily mind if they say something and it spurs on a thought for you, but you kind of like center yourself back again. I think like, you know, people know, I know I talk a lot and I know sometimes and it's something I'm working on. I think maybe because when I was a kid, I didn't feel like I was heard enough. <laughs> so sometimes I just talk and talk and talk. But I know sometimes there's a moment where you're having a thought and you want to say something, but you're being polite and you're not cutting me off. And I know the same thing happens for me every now and then. And I don't think people mind that. I think we allow for that, especially when we go on. But, you know, mm -hmm. we need to also create space, you know, after we share for other people to share and comment, participate. That's important too. Yeah. 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 Beer? Beer. <laughs> beer. We're drinking beer. We're drinking some yes, beer. Yes, we are. Uh, what have you got? What have you got going on? Well, I got a Belgian style weed ale. And Ooh. this is uh this is a classic Rickards white. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got a tasty, I got a tasty little Belgian wheat ale. So um, that's what I picked up and uh, I like it. It's good. I've always liked this beer. I've always found it quite enjoyable. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Nice. Uh, I'm having, I don't know if you can, Vancouver. I, Vancouver Island? Vancouver Island Brewing. Uh, Dominion Dark Lager. This, How's that? It's good. It's actually, <laughs> we call it a dark lager out here, but on the can, it's just like this, this Schwarzbier. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go to, it's, it's, you know, origins. It's a Schwarzbier, um, an authentic Bavarian lager. It has aromas of coffee and chocolate and a smooth, clean finish um and yeah it's good it's it's bizarre it's like it's like drinking a a light bubbly porter mm. in a way yeah i don't mind because it's got like those those kind of rich you know yeah like coffee coffee chocolate flavors but it doesn't have that kind of heaviness that you get from a stout or a porter 
um, it's kind of still got those crisp elements that you get from a lager. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's kind of like an easy drinking beer that still gives you a little bit of like flavor, especially for these still colder months that we are uh, that we are in right now. Yeah. I often find those darker beers to be really good in the cold months. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what have up. we Yeah, let's wrap it up. What <laughs> else have we got to to say about this? Well, let me give my closing thoughts, I suppose, and then I'll pass it on to you. Okay. We talked about a lot of stuff. I want to say that you know, in these times where, you know, especially right now, we're supposed to be socially distancing in most places and sometimes quarantined and whatever. I mean, it's so easy to feel disconnected. And I think that um, we can feel disconnected on many, many levels in many ways. You can feel disconnected, not just from people, but from your art, from your craft, from your goals, from things that you maybe just don't feel like are possible right now. And so I would say that it, it needs, in, it, connection needs to be where you look first. And we talked about this kind of even being a title, but like making connection the priority. And, and I kind of still think that kind of stands, even though we, we talked about how it starts and ends with it. But it's like, yeah, you, you know, it's like, if you're in doubt, if you don't know what to do, if you don't know where to go, look at where you can find connection. And maybe that's connection to a friend. Maybe that's connection to a, an interest or hobby. You know, get yourself connected to something and, 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 and try to find some passion in there. Try and pull something out that gives you a little bit of excitement or a sense of play or something. And remember that it's not so much the person or the thing that you're connected to. It's, it's what that spark of those two things coming together creates. And you said this earlier in the, in the podcast, and I would leave with this point. It's more than the sum of its parts. It's you get connected to this thing and it's, it's about what comes out of that. And you don't know what that will be, but that's the thing. And you, and as more of that, you can create more of that magic kind of thing of connection you can find and create, the more you're going to feel kind of alive, I think. And, um, just it's it's going to give you the life that you're looking for. So I think one connection can lead to more connections and it can build upon each other. But sometimes if you're totally disconnected, start simple. Just start with something that kind of gets you going down a road. You know, I mean, a while ago, I talked about getting into video game development. I did that. I might get back into it, but I was really passionate for a little bit. But that passion did spark a lot of other interests and, and opened up a lot of other things. Um, and I kind of knew it was one of those, you know, I kind of knew for me, it was going to be kind of like that, like it was leading me somewhere. And I feel like connection can kind of be like that sometimes. It doesn't, sometimes you're like, well, this is silly. Like, why would I be connected to that? Why do I care? It's like, who cares? You care right now. Just go into it, look into it, get interested, get curious. You know, we talk about all this stuff in the podcast, go down that road, get connected to it maybe talk to people about it, share what you learn, learn, investigate, and then something will happen. And that might make you interested in something entirely else, or it might connect you to a person you never would have met otherwise. There you go. The story goes on and that's life. 
great stuff. Well, where does that leave me? Um, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll you know what I'll start with another title that we considered for this episode was was connection as your foundation. Uh, you know, connection as as your jumping off point, which I, I think is a good place for me to kind of end this up with because you know that's sort of where this all this whole train kind of started for me today, which is, you know, we can get really caught up and lost in trying to uh, look a certain way, appear a certain way, you know, have all of the right systems in place, have all of the right answers in place. And, you know, we can get caught up in, in all of these material details about many different aspects of our lives, what we're in pursuit of and whatnot. Um, and for me, this realization that's like, hey, this shit's all about connection. It's all about building real connections with people, seeing if there is a real connection with people. You know, and and that's the thing to be interested in more than anything else, more than anything else is to get interested in that connection, because that's what it all ultimately comes down to. It comes down to us wanting to be more connected to ourselves and to our lives and to life in a deeper way and wanting to be more connected to to others in a more in a more meaningful way. So let's start there and that's how we came to this this the title of this podcast it starts and it ends with connection just look at it for yourself look at connection in your own life how you are connected to the world how are you connected to others how what you do is connected to other people and you will see just how that, that it just, it, it continues to go deeper and deeper in so many different ways. It's all connection. It's all connection. So that's where you begin and that's where it ends. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.